Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Feed the needy, not the greedy, because guess what? I'm Darren Shoulder Needy. Welcome again. Welcome again. You're inside the temple of Mims Aridity. This is your host of the acclaimed, up and coming brand new podcast called Mim Society. Coming at you live from Ray State of Texas, Houston, Texas, if you will. This is John Mims. We're coming to you right here on Spotify, formerly known as Anchor. You can catch me on anchor.fm slash John Mims. You can still catch me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio, as well as any other platforms that you can catch your podcast. Well, folks, thanks again for joining me. This is Tuesday. February 13th, this is Valentine's Day Eve, if you will. Humor me on that right there. But at the same time, we have a lot of things here on our menu that we have to cover. I want to thank my new listeners, old listeners, those people who have subscribed. I do appreciate that. I do intend to get more subscribers. I intend to put out more podcast, more content for you each day, each week, however it comes to me. We've got Q&A coming up. We're going to talk about Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the ongoings and WWE, etc. we got Black History Facts coming up. we got Valentine's Day Part 2. Is it more than a holiday to some people or is it just another holiday to some people? We're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. And as a matter of fact, one of the other topics that I got coming up, because I tend to hear this a lot here in 2024. As a matter of fact, I was hearing it a little bit, uh, maybe at the end of 2023. And that is, I'm starting to see and I'm starting to hear a lot of women, excuse me, young and old, will refer to a man as being sassy or he's coming off as being sassy. So it took me quite a while to really understand and really wrap my mind around that particular topic and that particular thing that's going on. I mean, we have so many things going on. Like I kind of touched base on the last few episodes where I've had um, people call in so big shout out to Aaron, BJ, and Mr. Lee for participating. I look forward to working with you guys here again very soon. Uh, hearing y'all voices and hearing y'all's input uh, was very good. But not to get off subject. Uh, so we're going to have some Q&A about that a little later on here. Feel free to leave questions, comments, concerns. In the message box, in the voice message box, when you go into Spotify, uh, love to hear from you, uh, Facebookers, Instagrammers, uh, family members and friends. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. The more subscribers, the better. Uh, when you subscribe to the Mem Society podcast, you get free, uh, uncut content, unedited, raw content. You know, the shit that y'all really want to hear, you know, 
Uh, I can say I'm conservative, but I like to believe that I'm, I'm straight shooting. I, I shoot from the hip. I try to be as informative uh, as, as possible, you know, when it comes down to things. So, um, again, with that being said, sit tight. We're going to have some uh, sports talk, NFL talk coming up here next. So, we'll be right back. You're inside Temple of Mims Serenity. This is the Mims Society Podcast. John Mims, I'll be right back. <laughs> I don't see, uh, I, don't, I don't see what y'all thought was so damn funny about that. Be right back. Everybody, you are inside Temple of Mims Arenity. This is the Mims Society podcast featuring yours truly, John Mims. As I said before, we have a couple of topics we're going to jump right into. The first thing is congratulations to the Super Bowl champions, three time Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, as they took down the San Francisco 49ers in overtime. Um, as I said before, I figured it would come down to a defensive matchup, special teams, and unsung heroes, all that type of stuff, you know. Uh, it was not quite what I expected, but in my opinion, to me, with the, uh, I should say, with how things were going, the action, it was jam-packed. Um, I know everybody has their opinion on the game and on the halftime show. Um, so I'm going to jump in and say if you have questions, concerns, comments, Q&A, drop uh, a voice message. I'll, if you have a uh, question, you can also leave um, comments, written text. I'll read them online. As uh but as we get back on track here, um, a lot of things has been said whether or not the Super Bowl, the NFL, and any, and any other sports out there are rigged. Man, rigged meaning that, you know, like the outcome is more or less like WWF, WWE, and all the other wrestling, you know, shows, if you will, that you have out there. Now, I'm not going to say that I believe it's all rigged. I, I do believe that um, they set it up where they want the so-called best teams or best athletes to win and be victorious. But uh, be it as it may, uh, there can only be one winner. Um, one thing that somebody pointed out that um, the 49ers was not aware of the rules in the overtime uh, proceedings because it turns into a whole new game. So with that being said, perhaps they should have elected to kick the ball versus receiving the ball because um, by them not scoring that touchdown and only a field goal they gave Mahomes and the Chiefs an opportunity to come back and get that touchdown down the field. Um, 
I know there were some penalties, some calls that may have uh, could, could have gone either way. But uh, at the end of the day, still congratulations to San Fran. I mean, they have no reason to be embarrassed or be ashamed or to hold their head down. I mean, they made it to the biggest game of the year. You know, there are a lot of teams out there that has never even seen a Super Bowl, a playoff, or any type of thing like that. So with that being said, uh, you know, big shout out to San Fran. You know, y'all are a very, very tough team. Uh, I believe y'all will be back in that in, in that position again very soon. Um, but with that being said, the Chiefs, the, you know, they're calling it a dynasty. It's been 20 years since um, since the Patriots have gone uh, have gone back to back to back. It's very hard to win number one a Super Bowl, and but to win two and three in a row that's a that's a remarkable feat. So, with that being said, you know uh, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully, next year we'll see what happens. I mean, we don't have that much long to wait before uh, there's some more uh, football action. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with your football heads, you should know that the XFL and the USFL, they merged, you know, they joined forces. So next month here in 2024, they're going to have their inaugural season. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, now we can get on to the halftime show. Um, I caught it for the most part. Uh, I think Usher um, and Alicia Keys and the rest of the performers, they did a great job. Phenomenal. Um, I didn't get a chance to see um, the young lady who sung the Negro National Anthem. But I do know that, uh, of course, you know, on social media, there's going to be backlash. People are going to be hating. Uh, people are going to be talking shit, you know. And you hate to throw in black propaganda. You hate to throw in uh, throwing the race car. But, you know, I was reading online the other day, and um, one of the questions was they wanted to know people's opinion of how the young lady did on her performance of the National Negro Anthem. For the most part, there are a lot of positive feedback. A lot of positive comments, you know. It's always room for constructive criticism. But, uh, of course, uh, there are some individuals that did not like her performance. And again, I didn't see it. I have to go back and take a look at it. And those individuals who did not like it, you know, put the frown, like the mad faces on the post. I went in and I went in I took a look at and saw who was making these frowned up, ugly ass faces toward the, you know, like toward the United Negro National Anthem. Of course, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm pretty sure I have a lot of listeners out there that they're off all nationalities and all ethnic backgrounds and creed and color. At the end of the day, none of that matters. But the people who was commenting, making ugly comments were all white people. So I don't know if they were disappointed because of the way she sung the song or because of the rendition or maybe they wanted the um, the actual, you know, national anthem. I don't know if they, if they sung that or what, but I, I know that was 
one of the um, things I did read online was was one of the um, backlashes. They wanted to know what what y'all thought. So that's a Q and A question. Drop a uh, a question, comment, concern, along with hitting the like button, subscribe. When you go into the voice messages, and so let me know what you think about uh, the young lady singing the National Negro uh, Anthem before the Super Bowl. And what was your take on the halftime show? Uh, did Usher do a great job or was it overhyped? Was it what you all thought it was going to be? And was it too much? I don't know. Uh, like I say, for the most part, I did see it. I think her did a great job. Um, I didn't know that she knows how to play a guitar. So that's that's a, a treat. Um, as we shift gears on to talk about some WWE and some et cetera with the rest of the a few wrestling notes. Um, I know The Rock and Roman Reigns, um, they are supposed to make an appearance on SmackDown this Friday. It's interesting to see what those young men have to say um, with the so-called slap heard around the world. Um, I just looked at NXT tonight. I always think that NXT does a great job with their matches and with putting together the, the storylines. I mean, it's, it's WWE's developmental brand, so they're trying to develop these these stars and um, of tomorrow. Um, at the end of the day, uh, it's sports entertainment. Um, it's it's out there to entertain us. I've been watching it over 40 years. Um, I've had friends and family uh, that's passed on who used to love to watch professional wrestling. So I guess a part of that and a piece of them still resonates when I when I'm able to when I'm able to take a look at it. But anyhow, uh, that is my take on that. Um, uh, NXT, like I said once again, a uh, good outing with a, with a few of the matches. Um, but I think that with with their with the storyline they're doing with Joe Gacy. I'm not really sure where they're going with that. That's why my wrestling head's out there for those who know who Joe Gacy is. But anyway, folks, stick around. We have some unknown black history facts coming up here next. You are in the Temple of Mims Aridity. This is the Mims Society Podcast, and I'm your host, John Mims. So stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me here on this Tuesday night. It was, you know, I'll say this one thing about this H-Time weather, y'all, and y'all know it. Y'all stay here. We will see all four seasons in one damn day. This is, I don't know if it's chilly, you know, one minute, one day, and the next, you don't know what the hell is going on. But anyway, this is the part where I'm going to present to y'all with some little to little to unknown Black History Facts. This is Black History Month, and it starts February 1st, and it goes all the way through March 1st. Um, and I say all the time that 
we have the shortest month of the year and we have one of the longest histories. Um, 28 days in 29, if you, if you count the leap year, is really not enough days, enough time to really uh, count that. But you know, we do what we can, be it as it may. Hit me up with those likes and subscribe and those Q and A's. Let me know what y'all think about this evening's podcast and any other questions uh, topics that I'm sharing with you here this evening. So I want to start off with the first little to the unknown black history fact right here. And that is in 1854, John Mercer Langston noted, notably became the first African-American lawyer in the state of Ohio. He went on to serve as the dean of the law department and vice president of Howard University. He's also remembered as the first African-American from Virginia to be elected to public office, specifically to U.S. Congress. That's pretty interesting, y'all. So with that being said, drop me some comments on Q&A. Let me know about what black history means to you. What are some black history facts, a little to know that you may want to share? Leave me a comment and question. I will read your comment and question online next time we're online. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. I don't have to name you if you don't want me to. With that being said, um, I can I can go in and elaborate to me what black history means. I always say this. I'm black 25-8. I create my own history. I create my own legacy. And most importantly, I create my own history daily. With that being said, I'm the type of person, I like to control my own narrative. And with that being said, with controlling my own narrative is that when I'm given an opportunity, or more specifically, if I've earned an opportunity to have a platform, to have a voice, to have a say-so, to have an opinion, you know, much like on the Memphis Society podcast, if you will. I like to be able to express my, I'm sorry, I like to be able to express my concerns, my own Q&A, if you will. But at the end of the day, it's not about color. It's not about, you know, who I know or, who, or, or what I don't know. It's about at the end of the day is I continue to strive to be better than what I was yesterday, better than what I was five minutes ago. I continue to strive to be a better son, to be a better father, to be a better person, to be a better brother, to be a better uncle, be it as it may. And at the end of the day, at the end of the night, walking down a a dark lit tunnel of life, I have to ask myself, what can I do different today that I didn't do yesterday that was moving me in a positive direction, that was moving me forward, that was moving me in a path of greatness, that was moving me in a path of point of no return. Because you don't want to look back on yesteryear. It's okay to reflect, to see where you've gone versus where you are headed. 
where you are approaching. The future is bright. So always keep that in mind. Don't let nothing deter you. And don't let anything make you feel like you're less than who you are. With that being said, we have Social Talk coming up next as we talk about Valentine's Day Part 2. As we talk about Valentine's Day, is it just another day? Or is it a special occasion? Is it meaningful? Or is it overrated? Those are the questions that I probably will discuss here in the next few minutes. Well, ain't no probably to it because it is going to happen. <laughs> so y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back, welcome back. You are in Typical Mims Serenity, Mims Society podcast featuring your good old host, John Mims, if you will. We're at the part called Social Talk, Q&A, Valentine's Day Part 2. We, just, we talked about V-Day uh, on the last segment um, when Aaron was on the line and we talked about uh, the significance and the importance of Valentine's Day. Um, I can kind of go a little bit more in depth. Uh, maybe some things that I didn't get a chance maybe to discuss last time. Maybe I should have brought her on tonight. Maybe she could have gave me in depth on part two. Shout out to Aaron. I'm pretty sure you've been listening later on. Um, so for me and, you know, growing up, holidays was one of those things that is either you did or you didn't. You will or you won't. Uh, it was one of those things that my parents tried to make special for us. Uh, I guess as far as the main holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, you know, stuff like that. Now, Valentine's Day, um, um, that that can be more of a touch, a touch and go, a touchy feely type of situation. Um, I don't know whether or not how it came to be is it is it more of a tradition it, you know even if you're not with anyone if you have a significant other do you just go out and buy you know flowers and candy uh, for someone uh, just because and is it more or less a special occasion for an individual who probably a guy like myself, not really used to receiving anything on Valentine's Day. Um, uh, you know, I'll give you guys a um, a quick history lesson about yours truly. That I actually got married on Valentine's Day um, in 2003, um, but was divorced uh, sometime after. So tomorrow would have been my 20th. Um, you know, wedding anniversary. But uh, needless to say, um, you know, it it has it had its good times and bad times, and you know, uh, it's no here, no there. I, I take away uh, uh, fond memories of those times, but at the end of the day, um, 
we're not here to discuss that. We're here to discuss the the meaning, the meaningful gestures of Valentine's Day. Um, is it overrated? You know, hit me up. You know, with Q and A, hit me up with um, right in the message box. Let me know what y'all think. Uh, I personally don't think it's overrated. If if that's something that um, a person chooses to do, uh, uh, you know, you could be someone who's not used to uh, giving and or receiving on holidays or Valentine's Day, if you will. And then when it comes to be, when it comes to pass, you can either roll with it or not roll with it. But um, it's the thought that counts. Uh, I, I feel like um, if you have a significant other, if you're in a relationship or a situation, whatever these people are calling this shit nowadays, you know, I know BJ going to get a kick out of this one when I get ready to say booty buddy. Shout out to BJ Swamp Gator. But if you have all of that, friend with benefits, side piece, you know, somebody might be expecting something. Some candy, some cookies, a, a dinner. I knew when I worked at the Olive Garden many, 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 many eons ago, I remember Valentine's Day being one of the busiest times be one of the busiest uh, days. And, I, and um, of course, Mother's Day was very, very popular. It's, it's very popular as well in the restaurant industry, but never really put much thought into um, what it'll be if, if I if I didn't give a person something versus if I did. I just, you know, I tried to be that person to be thoughtful and to try not to forget special occasions and, and special times like that because you never know uh, w- what the other person could be thinking, the significant other could be thinking, well, dang, this MFR didn't even give me nothing. He didn't even give me no card. He ain't even, uh, I ain't getting no stick of gum, no candy, or not a damn thing. So, that, that would be grounds of being in a doghouse, being on punishment, all of that. <laughs> so hit me up, Facebookers, anybody out there that's listening on Spotify, hit that like and subscribe button. Mem Society Podcast, you're listening right here in Tip of the Mem Serenity. We like comments here in Mem Society, that's what keeps us going. So, right where you see the, those ovals to see where to, um, to, I guess, to manage your page. I mean, everybody's page is different on, on Spotify. So, wherever you can hit your like and subscribe and hit those questions and comments on there, go ahead and do so. I ain't going to be mad at you. Don't be scared. Well, anyway, that's my thing on that when it comes to Valentine's Day. Uh, It's a three-part. The first one was, is it just another day? Or is it a special occasion? The other part is, is it it meaningful? And and if so, if if so, if it's meaningful, does it make a difference if you receive a a gift or present? 
I think the recognition is, you know, should be all year round. You know, if, if like I said, especially if you're in a, in a situation, booty buddy, premium benefits, side piece, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife. Yeah, I think it. I think it should be required all year round. It's daily, but I could be 100% wrong. Anyway, with that being said, stick around. We got Mem Side Note coming up next. Gonna see if we're gonna have uh, a caller may call in. We might bug Mr. Lee, see what he up to. And the topic on Mem Side Note is women calling men sassy here in 2024. It's open for discussion. Q&A. Do you think that's appropriate? Do you think it's disrespectful? Or is it just another person's opinion? Sit tight. Be right back. You are listening to Mental Society Podcast. You're inside Temple of Mims Serenity. Alrighty, welcome back. I'm glad y'all came back here. We are at Mim Side Note. This is a segment here where I try to cover different topics uh, in and around not just Hollywood. Uh, I deal with comic books, cosplay, film, theater, music, whatever. So one of the subjects or a Q&A that, that I'll share with you guys later is um, women calling men sassy in 2024. So open discussion here. So when you go in to hit the like and subscribe button on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, leave me a message on what you think, your opinion on why that is so. Um, I got Mr. Lee in on the line. I actually called him. So... Uh, I'm going to read the definition, uh, two definitions of what sassy supposedly means. And I'm going to cue him in uh, and he'll give me his definition or his impression of what he thinks of because we were trying to determine if sassy meant the same thing as bougie. But anyway, we're going to go ahead with this here. The first part I have is possessing the attitude of someone endowed with the ungodly amount of cool, lively, and spirited, stylish, or chick, okay? And the second one was someone who was full of themselves, but in a good way, who was cheeky, lively, smart, sa- uh, saucy, slightly impromptu, mildly cocky, very engineering, and loud, all right? So, Mr. Lee, that's what we have on that right there. What's your take? on someone referring to a grown-ass man being sassy in 2021. Well, I, I would say in any era, being called sassy. Okay, I get from the definition that basically they're trying to chastise you for being emotionally connected by saying sassy because you understand how to articulate your thoughts in a certain way that it kind of can rub them the wrong way. That's what I get from someone being sassy. You know what you're talking about. You know you don't need their opinion to operate 
Well, it means you're more. I feel like there are times that chastise you for being more in touch with yourself. So they call you sassy on the low. Okay. That's, that's what I get from it because, like I said, we were trying to see if it meant bougie. Bougie meant mean, meaning that you're trying to articulate a better version of yourself, so to speak, or you're less than and you portray a higher image of yourself. All this other Bougie. Right, right. That's... So then I say that with sassy. They're trying to chastise you or pick at you in a, in a manner where they're saying that um, you're feeling yourself because you act like you know everything, so they're calling you sassy. Mm-hmm. It's not that you know everything, it's just that you're confident about what you're speaking on mm-hmm. or the subject matter. There's nothing wrong I, with that. There's nothing wrong with that to me at the end of the day. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But they always find a way to demean masculinity. Right. Now, now the other thing was, I'm mean, going to cut you off. Now, the other thing was, like we were talking about off air, um, to me, when I would hear the word sassy, like I would even use it in a sentence. Like, girl, don't you sass me. You better get in there and wash them damn dishes. I'm going to put something on your ass. Don't you be in here sassing me, you know. To me... I would always think of a young girl, of, of a young lady who who at the grandmama house and she acting up, you know. Yeah, she's trying to smell herself. Trying to smell herself. Now, mm-hmm. when, now, now something else that I'm that that I'm starting to see, and I'm starting to kind of uh, that I'm starting to notice here, not just in 2024, but I, I started to notice in the 2010s, is that when the term a person is is in their feelings because yeah. because I feel like a person have feelings you know a person gonna be in their thoughts and their feelings I mean used to be there was a time they said that men we were inconsiderate we we wasn't thoughtful we were selfless uh, we didn't give a damn about nothing but our own damn self now here all of a sudden. When we have a, a conscience, when we, when we humbled ourselves and we, you know, we're trying to oppose some type of good manner of behavior, all of a sudden, oh, he in his feelings. Girl, he's well, sassy, I, child. I took from that that uh, when they say you're in your feelings, that means you're emotionally connected to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And when you come across, they can feel your feelings when you deal with that particular subject. So you, why don't you get out your feelings? Like, Basically, like when you're in an argument, or I'm, I hate to use this here analogy, but women, when they deal with a man, mm-hmm. they can come at you so hard about their subject matter, but you are so emotional that I miss the meaning that you're trying to convey. Exactly. So, me as a man, I'm going to shut up because I'm not going to speak to you when you're emotionally connected or that emotional about a subject because no matter what I say, it's going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, there's a lot of chicks that be in their feelings about certain things. Okay, well, just because we're men, we don't get emotionally connected to certain things. Mm-hmm. So, if she can't drop that emotion and come at me directly with the subject matter, it's going to miss me. Right. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if it's just me, maybe it's just my opinion, but anytime a person came at me with that, oh man, you and your feelings and that, I, you know, I was tend to kind of taking it in a, in a negative way because 
I was looking at them like, well, damn, you know, I shouldn't have no feelings toward it. I swear that just not, you know, I, I, you know, some things you have to speak on. You know, people pick their own battles. And, yeah. And, you know, I don't feel like I should have to speak on every little thing. But... I see, I see on that sentiment, mm-hmm. I do. It's just that, like I said, um, we are living in a world where so many people are disconnected from, disconnected emotionally. And so now when you come across someone that is confident in what they have to say and they can be passionate about it and it comes across that way, they can say you're in your feelings about certain things. Because they don't understand how to deal with their own feelings. So when somebody is that connected with their feelings and convey, and they can step back and actually convey. Well, that's just like how we talk about black history. We get so passionate about it. So what, we're supposed to be in our feelings all the time? Exactly, right. You see what I'm saying? Because you've seen people get emotionally connected to that that answer or because they know a black history fact, it touched them in some kind of way. And so when they come out with it, okay, what? They're supposed to be in their feelings all the time? You know, that, that's what I get from it. It's just that, like I said, a lot of people are emotionally disconnected nowadays. So they find words to downplay someone else's emotional connection Mm -hmm. because you have a man or a woman that is connected with their emotions they can stand fast without your naysayers about what the next without whatever the naysayers have to say it does not affect their opinion on their statement Mm -hmm. that's the best i can say about it without rambling on but there it is they find something else to deflect feeling or that emotional connection to oneself. They are downplay you with being sassy, being bougie. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, all these things to me are someone in a state of mind of being confident about a certain thing. Right. And, 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 and then the other part to that is, and then if you don't have anything to say, if you're not mouthy about it, then they could be quick to say, oh, you have a self-esteem problem. Why you ain't got yeah. nothing to say? You know, they'd be steady messing with your mental health. And I'm looking at it like that. I yeah. see y'all that. That was well said. I say that. Yeah, I had to I had to get some input. I say, well, I say if anybody who can who can drop some knowledge, who can drop some input, I say, I know I say I can call Mr. Lee as right now. He down for a discussion. All I gotta do is, is give you a a a, a, a short Brief uh, rundown, summary, whatever you're summary yeah, on. what I'm speaking on, and we'll go from there. Um, yeah. But other than that, I do appreciate you chiming in on here on this mem side note. We're gonna cover some recognitions, some shoutouts here in a few minutes. But other than that, uh, if, if there's anything you want to say to anybody while you while you're online. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to say, um, everybody from the East Coast, they dry. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Because that storm that was here last week is there now. <laughs> yeah, because I tell you what, it was nothing nice. It was not. <laughs> I, I was telling the listeners earlier that if the people, if, if, if y'all been living in Houston, Mr. Lee can tell you, this weather out here is bipolar. You'll see all four seasons in one damn day. 
Yes. All, all four seasons in one day, sure. And you so, know the truth on that. So, if any of my listeners out there, if you're not in the Houston area, if you if you're thinking of coming here, just prepare to dress like you're coming to for all four seasons, and I mean that shit too. I ain't lying. Went away, sit tight, stick around. Got shout outs, recognitions coming up. Big shout out to Mr. Lee, for, like I say, for dropping some knowledge. Hopefully, he'll stick around for a few more minutes. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. And I mean, y'all better bring your asses right back. (laughs) All right, y'all. Welcome back. USI Tipler Mims Arenity. This is Mims Society Podcast. We're right here on what used to be called Anchor. We're right here on Spotify, featuring yours truly, John Mims. Got my good old buddy, Mr. Lee, on the line. We just got done discussing Mims' side note. Hit, hit me a like and subscribe in the comments section. I'd like to hear what you have to say in regarding women referring to men being sassy in 2024. I will read your question and comment. I will speak on it online the next time we're online. I want to give a shout out to all my listeners on Spotify, Anchor, iHeart, Amazon, wherever you're getting your podcast from. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Facebookers. Thank you to Instagrammers for tuning in. Uh, family members and friends, colleagues. Uh, I can't name everybody by name, but I do thank I do thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, if you have loved ones who are ill or senior citizens, if you don't have a chance to get by there and see them, check on them. You know, time waits for no man, and you cannot put time in the bottle. With that being said, God bless everyone. Hope y'all have a great Wednesday. It is 11.50 in the p.m. Central Standard Time. Everybody on the East Coast, like Mr. Lee said, good luck with that weather out there. We don't want it back down here. Keep it up there. (laughs) With that being said, shout out to everybody who was affected in the shooting in Lakewood Church yesterday. My prayers are with you. I hope everyone out there listening can touch someone in a positive way. May it be today, may it be tomorrow. But don't wait till it's too late. With that being said, good night. God bless. Hope to hear from y'all next time. And we out of here. What the hell y'all waiting around here for? I told y'all, we out of here. <laughs>